0: Hi friends, Jess here. I don't usually interrupt the intro. I know you were jamming to that awesome music. And I feel like when I made the theme song, well, it started out good, but it kind of ended up composing a new theme for The Sims. Well, anyway, I felt it fair to give you a heads up. Today's episode has a few spots where the conversation skips topic without any segue, and a couple spots where the audio gets a little echoey. We had a problem with our microphone, and so I cut the parts that got too echoey. And I apologize that you'll end up missing some of the conversation about gender-neutral scouting opportunities that might be available soon for our kids, about my experiences singing in Italy, and about why George's Italian heritage affects the way he solves problems. So in his words, I guess I had to put this episode together Italian-style. Jess.
1: And I'm George.
0: And this is
1: Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens between them.
0: Parent-teacher conferences.
1: Yes, what about them?
0: We had to go to them. We did. And number one doesn't have them anymore. His IEP was scheduled, but then we went for it and the person who scheduled it forgot to tell everybody else who was supposed to actually attend it.
1: Yeah, that that wasn't so good. No, because now it'll have to take up another space in everybody's calendar. Mm-hmm. Mostly yours, because you're the one he sh- that they scheduled it with.
0: Yes, and they scheduled it. We scheduled it on the day off, on the teacher work day, with the intention of all the teachers are there. They're all supposed to be doing work let's make this the work that we're doing so that my students don't have to miss out. Their students don't have to miss out, but we don't have to do anything off the clock either. Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: So it didn't, didn't work.
0: And then the coordinator went off to a training and forgot to tell everybody else that there was a meeting. There you go. But number two and number three had good conferences.
1: They did. They did. He's on target. Which is great, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's very nice for him. Of course, he won't stay on target if they don't keep giving him his special ed. Right. But he, he stays on target with it, which is nice. He doesn't feel overwhelmed by his hmm. He does sometimes like, try to forget his homework. We've been struggling with a little bit of that lately.
0: Yes, he he doesn't bring the homework home. But then he asks for free time activities, video games, screens, toys. I
1: say, no homework, no games.
0: Nope. But other than that, yeah, his math is right on target, and his reading is at the low end of average, but we'll take it, because last year it was not even on the scale.
1: That's because he wasn't reading?
0: Yeah. Mm Yeah.
1: So he he's he's doing that, and then of course there's our overachiever.
0: Yes, number three. I went to her conference, and her teacher, who I used to work with, because I used to teach at the school they go to now. And I used to work with this woman, and she says, "Oh, it's good to see you." She gives me a hug and says, "Oh, I love having your daughter in my class, and isn't she wonderful?" And I'm thinking,
1: "You don't have to try to put her to bed or make her eat her vegetables." <laughs> exactly.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Exactly. I'm thinking, you know, I, and I said, well, usually. <laughs> isn't she wonderful? She, well, li- she
1: likes school. She she way. does
0: like school. And, and the teacher says, what? You don't think she's wonderful? I said, she's my daughter. Of course she's wonderful. But she likes school, so she's good for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know. They're always looking at you like, she can't possibly misbehave, right? I'm <laughs> like...
0: Everybody
1: misbehaves at some point.
0: Everybody. Uh, Anyway, so, yes, she's reading at a fifth grade level in Mm -hmm. first grade, Mm -hmm. and he's reading at a end of kindergarten level in first grade. Mm -hmm. But he's got grade level math, and she's mathing. I don't know what her math scores are. I didn't really look, but she's getting tested for GT, So she'll be in the gifted program, which is nice. And the way that they structure it there, they're still getting all the same content as all the general ed students. But whereas the general ed students would need to spend five days learning that week's topic of reading and that week's topic of math, the GT kids are generally expected to be able to pick those concepts up more quickly And so then they can do more enrichment activities, more extra learning stuff.
1: good for her because she really likes it. She does. She does. She really, really does. Yeah.
0: So they're both going to be in special ed on opposite ends. Yes. Which I think will be good for both of them.
1: Yeah, it'll separate them more.
0: Yes. And that was the other thing that number three's homeroom teacher said was that she knows that she can put our number three child with any child in that whole classroom a number three will work with them nicely Mm -hmm. and help them learn. And if, you know, she puts her with another high performing child, then they will have the best work in the class. And if she puts her with a low performing child, then that low child will have some of the best work they've done all year.
1: Yes. Just like, The practice she has with dealing with her brother.
0: Exactly. Both her
1: brothers, actually. Yes,
0: both of them and others as well. Yes. So that was good. Yeah, she's good. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised that no one has said anything about your transition because last year it was, you know, kind of the open secret around campus. Like everybody knew that these two kids have a dad that used to be a mom, and if anybody brings it up, then we just acknowledge, yes, that's how it is, and move on and change the topic back to the academic instruction. Mm-hmm. Because if they need to process, then they need to process. But
1: by open secret, how do you mean it got that way?
0: When we first registered them, you had not started transition yet. No. And so you were registered on the paperwork as number three, number two's mother, yes. and number three stepmother. Yes. And I think you were listed that way until the middle of last year.
1: This middle of the summer?
0: No, the until winter of last year. Oh, okay. When number three was in kindergarten and about the time that number two was getting I had back gone, to kindergarten.
1: I had gone to kindergarten orientation on the first day of kindergarten as stepdad. Yes, you did. Even though I wasn't officially uh, on paperwork matching those things.
0: And that's...
1: Because kind of like the doctor, nobody looks at me and says, Mrs., they say, Mr. Yes. Yes.
0: And so that's kind of where it was. Like, everybody was aware that this was the situation, but they're all professional enough and they're all educated enough to know that this is not really a big deal. It's not something that we need to pay attention to. The sky is blue. The grass is green. George is a man. Yes. Moving on. Yes.
1: It is what it is. So there.
0: Yes. And I'm really surprised, actually, that not more people said anything. Number three's kindergarten teacher said, oh, that's so nice. I guess you're looking to have all sorts of experiences.
1: That was last year.
0: That was last year. Right. But that's the only thing anyone has said. And the neighbors haven't said anything, and our landlords haven't said anything.
1: No, and, and I never said anything to the landlord or the neighbors kind of like all the butt doctors i never said anything <laughs> i never said to the neighbors hey i never came out to the neighbors as trans i mm-hmm. just wasn't
0: presenting as female anymore
1: anybody's mom anymore
0: mhm which God. <laughs> when we moved in here you were the mom and i introduced yeah. you at two the moms time of
1: over here and now there's not nobody said hey that's different they just went oh okay yes and moved on
0: hmm Which I think is one of the benefits of living in the white bread neighborhood. Yeah. As as stifling as it can occasionally be, a little bit claustrophobic, living with all the straight white people, be a little bit um, too vanilla. I like to be vanilla, but I like to surround myself with so many other flavors. <laughs>
1: unless they're going to be drama queens about it (laughs) yeah.
0: well that's another story entirely Mm. the landlord came over and we re-upped our lease for another year he's getting ready to sell the house and we think we might buy it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but he didn't say anything and you're very clearly male now and you very clearly did not present as such when we signed the lease and he's just like meh
1: he didn't say anything about it signed
0: the paperwork and yeah. Off and I go. If
1: we go back to when we started this podcast and think about probably some ongoing podcast about coming out again and the pain in the ass coming out again can be mm-hmm. and it, and how much more stressful it is. It's just it's easier if we just if I don't have to do that and I can just be the, a person and we can move on from there, you know. I don't have to say to the neighbors or to the landlord, come out to them. It's nice to just skip that. really is. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It is. It is nice to be able to skip that, but then sometimes I almost wonder what they're thinking or what's being said, if anything, in our absence.
1: I, I don't think too much. I imagine there would be some conversation, but you know i re- like i because i don't come out to them i don't know things like do they know that i've transitioned do they recognize that do they think i'm some lady with a deep voice and a beard now or what you know and my husband the bearded lady <laughs> <laughs> doesn't doesn't really make sense doesn't add up so i think they they probably figure this out but you know the neighbors seem like a couple that has a decent marriage and talk to each other so they might say, Hey, have you noticed that George is not the other mom at that house anymore? George is now the other parent that's a dad.
0: They might. They they, they seem might have had
1: that conversation. Like functional
0: people and yeah. we, we talk to them fairly regularly over yeah. the back fence and our kids come to pl- go to play there and they haven't sent their kids over here to play.
1: They they had a few times, but now their youngest boy is a little more rambunctious, and I think they like to keep an eye on him. Yeah. Yeah. When they sent him over before, it would just be the girls, but now the boy wants to go everywhere mm-hmm. that his sisters are going. I saw them going down the street in one of those little Jeeps that's, a you know, battery operated with the girl driving and her brother sitting in it and oh, my gosh. dad following them. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I saw them driving. That's great. Yeah, and he, was, he waved to me. So... And we've mm-hmm. seen them at school functions,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the school functions, and yeah. a couple of Cub Scout things. I've seen her with the youngest boy. He's like a tiger scout or something.
0: The itty-bitty baby scouts.
1: Yeah. So he's not a baby anymore. He's a, he's a little boy, but he's um preschool. Preschool, kinder. He's preschool. Okay. I don't think he's quite in kindergarten yet. So, yeah, we see them a lot at these things with our kids.
0: He's not a man scout.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have boy scouts, they have girl scouts. The the man scout from Doctor Who made me laugh. I've I've always wondered is there a intersex scouts? You know, Girl Scouts is welcoming of anyone who identifies as female. Boy Scouts welcomes cisgender males thankfully now of any orientation. I have to wonder where people who don't fit Go. And
1: you said before there were other.
0: There are other organizations, but in our middle of nowhere, you know, we'd have to drive hours and hours. But then you sent me an email. I did. And it looks like the UU church in town.
1: Which in the email came from the.
0: One of the transgender groups in town. Yeah. uh Sent an email and I had gotten it too. And I know you've been forwarding these to me because I hadn't been on their mailing list for a while.
1: I didn't know if you had. Yeah. In a sense, I'm usually sending an email because I'm not in the room with you. Yes. <laughs> I figured.
0: We email each other across the house. Send, we do. Send it to you. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll often text each other from across the table as well if we don't want small people to hear what we have to say to each other. Or Right. It happens.
1: So I wonder with the, the uh, new scouting options, who will be part of it and...
0: I know that there are at least two really young trans kids in town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I know that there are a number of older teenagers who are transitioning because you've told me that a handful of them have been through your agency. But
1: yes, they have.
0: Have you been contacted to do anything with the Cub Scouts at all? No. Yay.
1: No, I haven't. I, I, I don't know if it's because things are busy and I'm not running at them. Mm -hmm. I can't go to their, they can't like, you know, recruit me farther because I can't go to their scout leader meetings because I work on that night. Right. And so that's probably part of it. And then there's that little thing where our son and our then leader's son got into a big problem at school and
0: I don't think we talked about that. Yeah. Let's, let's, there we go, a naughty dog story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, as you pointed out, the only good dog stories are naughty dog stories, and this seems to go for children as well.
0: The only good wedding stories are the ones where people get taken away in cop cars. The only good, you know.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, cop cars is a little extreme. Having everything go snafu a bunch of times is a little more amusing than that.
0: Okay, fair enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the, the best, been,
1: you know, the, the funerals where the cop cars are there and that's no good. No, really no good. No. So
0: didn't that happen to you a few years ago? That's
1: what I'm saying. I was there.
0: <laughs> that so. was just before we met.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you,
1: I did. I went to the South and
0: got blackout drunk and
1: <laughs> it was, yeah.
0: <laughs> had <laughs> to ask your sister if you had done anything to embarrass yourself the next morning.
1: Yeah. So what did I do last night after I had too much to drink? <laughs> I'm, I'm a boring drunk, fortunately. <laughs> Didn't get into any trouble.
0: Oh just woke
1: up thinking, where am I? How did I get here? And
0: why is who's, who's here, in my bed?
1: Who's here with me? Oh good, my sister's just sleeping here. Good. That's good. <laughs> That's perfectly safe.
0: Yes. Whew.
1: Yes. So uh anyhow.
0: Okay, so naughty yeah. kid stories.
1: Naughty kids. Yes, when I get a call from the principal who says,
0: nobody's hurt, everybody's <laughs> fine. That's that's always the way they started off and you're like, well, that's good to know, but I'm what like, is the problem?
1: Okay, good. Thank you for clearing that up right off because <laughs> you don't want an anxious, a- anxious parent on the other end of the phone thinking, what's broken? Did you call 911 yet? <laughs> right. Right? Right. So, which I think they would probably say right away. We'll need you to come to the school. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yes, and on the couple occasions when our kids have hit their heads. Number three has done it once and number has a couple it, times. Usually so they don't even say, you know, we ha we they basically say, We have to let you know that your child has hit their head, but they seem to be doing okay. And we'll call you if you need to come.
1: Yes. And I was just gonna clarify that usually our child hasn't hit their own head. Other children help each other with these things. So.
0: Number three fell off a slide. Number two gets rambunctious enough. And I think he has hit his own head on things once. Yes. Or twice. or Usually he's... 12 times.
1: Falling from something because he thought he should climb it. or <laughs> He hasn't broken any bones. He only hits his head.
0: So this time he did get in trouble on top of the slide, but he wasn't hitting his head.
1: No, and he wasn't doing anything physical. He was mouthing off, which is his specialty lately. The kid he was mouthing off to was doing something physical, which is actually what seemed to be frightening. the. Just the idea of it was frightening the principal again in explaining it to me. Yes. Because it's a tall slide and you don't shove other children off of the top of a tall slide. Apparently they had a discussion about this in her office.
0: Our kid got pushed down the slide.
1: I don't know if he got pushed or not. She didn't clarify if it actually occurred or what direction he went.
0: Either way, I'm sure he deserved it.
1: Well, he probably did, but that's not <laughs> what you're supposed to do. No. <laughs> and uh, True. The other kid got more wound up about it, and apparently so much so, he didn't go to Boy Scouts at night. And It's his mother who's the den leader.
0: Yeah. So I'm walking. And this is this is the spastastic kid that makes yeah. the den meetings difficult anyway.
1: Yeah. He is he's a, he's a really overly energetic difficult to direct child. And I was walking with our number 2 child to the Cub Scout meeting and I said your your principal called me today and he said yeah that was so and so and I was like crap. We're walking to their house right now. (laughs) Yeah. And actually, what to me was worse about it is they were very bothered by the whole thing. And I I don't know if that's just because we're more used to it, you know, calls from the principal or, Mm -hmm. you know, is our frog boiled on that end? I, Uh,
0: I think that these parents are not used to working with special kids and they're still not quite, they're not quite resolved to the fact that their child is a little special.
1: Yeah, and then we have we have three kids here, two of which are special, so we have enough back and forth of it we have adjusted to, except um, that nobody got hurt when the principal calls, and so that's all good.
0: Nobody and, got hurt, and if anybody needed punishment, it's already been managed, so we'll yeah move on to homework now.
1: Yeah, whereas the, the other kid got so got himself so wound up about it, he he couldn't face our child at that meeting that night, and so he didn't. And uh,
0: and his dad took him out for dinner instead.
1: Yeah. So, mm. That's you know, that's not how you and I would do it, but no. people do things that way.
0: And I wish them luck with that.
1: Yeah. So we have a story because we have a child who was misbehaving.
0: It happens.
1: We don't we don't sit here and tell everybody how interesting it was that they all sat down at the table and had good manners. That'll not, not be just because they never do that.
0: <laughs> I'm like they did what? <laughs> that <laughs> but, that would actually be kind of interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would kind of be shocking. Hey hey, can you stop making old dog noises over there? No, huh? <laughs> Go back, go
0: back to sleep, man. You're tired.
1: You were up since, like, 2. He was up since, like, you know, mm-hmm. like bothering me.
0: Yeah. I think his cognitive decline is uh, accelerating.
1: It, it may be because he he had settled down. I, I didn't expect him to start sleeping at night again in the first place, which he did start sleeping at night again recently
0: mm-hmm. when
1: we let him come in our room. Right. And I thought, well, what's worse, having a dog outside when we're having our first couple of frosts and we'll have a frozen dog or he gets trampled on by my wife? I'll hmm. take – let him get trampled on. He's used to that.
0: So, <laughs> Unfortunately, he is. Yeah. I'm a klutz. I will admit to being a klutz. Well, you don't
1: see them and so you just walk on them and you say, oops. When
0: and I give s- them extra loveys if they seem bothered by if it. If they squealed loud, you you know. <laughs> yes.
1: So – He was sleeping, but the last couple nights, not as much. Last night seemed like not at all. No. He was up.
0: He was. So he's back to his old tricks. So there's our naughty dog. So
1: now he's really tired.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So kids and dogs and parents, oh my. Yeah. (laughs) What else? Well, it's funny because, you know, if you have a American foreign language class in a high school or in a college, half of the students speak with a really bad English accent or American accent. And they understand each other. But when they listen to native speakers, they have difficulty. Right. And so I can see that from the other end, you know?
1: Well oh, I, I can too, but it's it's kinda great <laughs> that they could explain that to you too, mm-hmm. because who else half- would bother?
0: Right. <laughs> except the
1: Italians. <laughs>
0: Well, no. I don't know. Half of do the... it our way. <laughs> I don't know. It's Half... better.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> of
1: course, it is.
0: Right. The uh, it's Italian style. That's right. <laughs> so, mm.
1: I wish your hallelujah.
0: Yes. Yeah, sorry. There. It's okay. <laughs> Has nothing to do with transition or
1: no. But I don't know any. Italian guys transitioning, and if they did find them on YouTube, would they speak any English?
0: They'd speak it Italian style.
1: I'm going to look now.
0: I'm going to look and see if we have any listeners, any any uh, feed hits or downloads in Italy. That's curious now.
1: They probably wouldn't understand us. I mean, I I hear lots of people say they can't understand. I hear reports that people can't understand Doctor Who. Yes. And you and I usually have the words at the bottom, but then we had a bunch of <clears throat> times this during season eight where we couldn't get the words to feed at the bottom. Right. And I did find it harder to understand them. Yes. More Clara than the doctor or other people than him. but.
0: Of course you couldn't understand Clara as well. She has a very girly voice.
1: <laughs> she does.
0: And And your brain has gone into man mode where those frequencies don't, This is true. Maintain the clarity of phonetics as well. They just don't.
1: They don't. It's weird. It is weird. But true. It's totally true.
0: But anyway.
1: And it was other guys that were podcasting that I was listening to that couldn't understand her too. So there you have that.
0: Yay. We brought it all back around to transition. (laughs) (laughs) I feel effective now. We can be done?
1: Yes, we can.
0: Good. All right. (laughs)
1: Identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens between them.
0: You slowed down. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) He said it was too fast.